This is the show with Cannon Brown. It's not in the bylaws of showing livestock that you have to attend the county fair. Um, so, but uh, it's an American tradition. It's a tradition. Would, no, it's not. It's tradition. been around since it's the indoctrination. Beginning. There's a big difference. <laughs> that last few minutes might have been a little confusing. You'd like to know who I was talking to, wouldn't you? Welcome back to the show with Cannon Brown. I'm your host, Cannon Brown. I'm a ginger. I'm just below five foot ten. Some would say five foot nine. I don't, but some would say five foot nine. And I'm gonna be your host for the entirety of the podcast. Hello. Welcome back, guys. Uh, for anybody that's a newcomer, hello. I just introduced myself, so uh, welcome to the podcast. I hope you find it enjoyable, relaxing. If you're driving, if you're working, enjoy it. For all those returning, uh, welcome back, and uh, thank you for listening again. I've got a great guest for you guys today, Mr. Colby Cummings. I'll tell you what, if you're active on Facebook and you're active in the livestock side of Facebook, pretty niche. But if you're active in it, which I think my audience is, you've probably seen Colby Cummings once in a while. Either a meme that he's posted, or he's talking shit maybe. I, he lives a wild life sometimes uh, on Facebook. Uh, he's, a, he's, a, he's a great follow. He's a great friend uh, on that platform. And other platforms as well. We should have had him shout out all of his platforms, but if you want to go check it out, Colby Cummings uh, spelled the way that I spelled it in the episode. Go on Facebook, check it out. He rem- it, 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 only a few people will get this reference, um, but if you're similar age to me or, or you go on YouTube a little bit, you'll know a guy named uh, Kent Murphy. Um, it, I, Colby just reminds me of the voice of Kent Murphy, just kind of southern and just kind of, he's wild with his words, crazy how he, uh, how he expresses himself. I really appreciate it. I, I appreciate somebody that can express their emo- emotions and feelings in a unique way. And I think Colby does that. I really think he does. We have a great conversation, guys. We talk about uh, his history in the industry. He's kind of come in and out of it. He's a dad now. He, he plays a big role in this industry still as a parent. Uh, he trades some livestock now and then, uh, and he's a huge advocate, guys. So, again, go on Facebook. Add Colby on, on Facebook. Maybe he has too many friends. I don't know if, if you'll be able to add him. He's a pretty popular guy, but, um, yeah, go follow him. He's got, a, he's got a Snapchat, too. I don't know if he'd want me sending that out, but maybe he can release it uh, if people are reaching out to him. Great, great guy. Uh, Colby Cummings, uh, like I said, just welcome back, guys. Uh, stay tuned for more episodes. I'll have another one for you next week. Uh, exotic guest, maybe an international guest, I don't know, across the pond. We'll see. Uh, hope you guys enjoy it. That's enough of me talking. Let's do it, Mr. Colby Cummings. You're safer here than any place else. Now just lock yourself in and keep quiet. All right, how do I sound? 
like Howard Stern of the stock show world. Oh my gosh. That's a, that'd be a genuine uh, compliment actually. I think I mean, so too. Um, you know, a lot of people, if, if they don't, you know, I, I know he's out there, but when you listen to Howard interview someone, it is one of the most genuine conversations you will ever sit down and listen to. So I, uh, I'm actually a big Howard Stern fan. I mean, he, he revolutionized that whole radio serious, the, uh, the shock jock kind of deal. Right. I mean, he, I, I, I'm a little young for Howard Stern. I'll be the first to admit I'm a little young for Howard Stern. The, I think I met Howard Stern legitimately on America's Got Talent. That's how young I am. And you've just aged me, Cannon, so thank you for that. You're welcome. I'll go ahead and say that I have looked – I mean, I've gone on a YouTube binge pretty hard on Howard Stern, and I've watched a bunch of his early episodes, and those early 2000s episodes, uh, kind of late 90s, I mean, those were wild. Yeah, it was. It's kind of wild that they were like getting away with that stuff on public radio, and I mean, they were just getting a bunch of hits. Yeah, yeah. But no, he's a he's. I mean, that's the first guy to do it. I I think now you got like, um, I mean, like Joe Rogan. That's like your, that's like a comparable guy. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Well, um, before we were talking, you're you're trying to dodge tornadoes. Is that correct? Or so uh, we're down here in, in Jackson at the Mississippi Youth Expo, and uh, we uh, we've got storms rolling in tonight. But back at, at where we are, you know, where we live in Batesville, there was uh, severe thunderstorms rolling through um, about five minutes before me and he started talking. I was watching the radar. So um, luckily uh, everything is, is down here that needs to be here. So, uh, you know, it's uh, just kind of a batting down the hatches, I guess, but I think all those <laughs> storms, I think all those storms kind of went East of us. So, uh, mm. so I think we kind of dodged that bullet. That's terrifying. You know, I was once, um, I went to a Connor State College uh, judging, uh, what is it called? A camp, a judging camp at Connors in Warner, Oklahoma. And uh, that was the first time I had been sheltered for from a tornado. I mean, there was, <laughs> we were only there for like three nights. Two of those nights, we were put in like a World War II bomb shelter and I think Brandon Gunn was the coach at the time. And he was just like, okay, you guys just, you kids just sitting here for a little while. We don't have any tornadoes in Arizona. I was a little right. freaked out. Right. My mom, my mom, I was a junior in high school. My mom was terrified. It's kind of funny because you can see them kids from Oklahoma, and you know, hell, it's just Wednesday night to them. And <laughs> so it really was. It really, like all those. All those kids from Oklahoma, Arkansas, that that whole belt right there, uh, they were just like sitting there having fun, playing card games, just in the bunker. And I'm just, I'm trying to act cool, you know. I mean, I'm not trying to be a wimp about it, but and that'd be a cool story, you know. Yeah, you and, know, you're you're begging for someone to give you your last rights, and you know, all that, and the rest of them's like, oh yeah, you know, uh, twos and fours are wild guys, so yeah. <laughs> Honestly, that's that's kind of how it was. I, I 
I'd like to stay away from those. But I've always said, if you're going to go out, how cool would it be to go out in a tornado kind of, right? I mean, you're probably going to get hit by debris, but if you can get one of those, that'll just kind of suck you up in the air and throw you around. I think it'd be fun. Well, some of the cows <laughs> I've had to work actually felt like I was in a tornado. So, uh, I, uh, I think I've been in a simulated version of one. So, okay. That happens to some people, I think. How was the uh, how was the show today? So we moved in. So we moved in today. Um, okay. We've got we've got ten head down here between uh, my sons and and uh, customer cattle. So we've been you know it's last week I was you know in a in a hoodie and and um you know pretty pretty cool and 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 all that and you know the last three days i mean right now it's 77 degrees here so we Mm. we've had a hard shift in weather the last uh you know four to five days and then uh by sunday which is show day i think the high is only going to be like 50 so i mean we've got another there's a cold front moving in with a bunch of rain so you know it's i told uh i told one of those guys that that we've uh sold a heifer with i said well uh your heifers get to see all seven seasons in in uh 36 <laughs> hours today so congratulations he goes there's only four seasons i said not in the south there's seven so um, <laughs> but uh but yeah so we we got everything weighed and processed and um just you know kind of filling everything up and 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 getting them going and and uh trying to get ready for we show uh the steer we show a steer tomorrow and then all the breeding cattle show sunday so we're uh just kind of you know coasting right now came down last night built beds and and got set up and i'm old enough now where i can't do that you know i'd rather spend the extra night hotel and and pay those guys an extra day to come set everything up and 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 get it going instead of rushing down here and and just feeling like you're bombarded and and all that so it's been a it's been a pretty easy trip and and jackson is such a laid-back atmosphere um whether it be mississippi youth expo or or the dixie national you know they it's just this whole just you know i mean it's true southern hospitality you know no big deal you know we're going to take care of you so uh you know that that's the other reason why we love coming down here for for that purpose so um big uh big shout out to those guys because uh we we really appreciate you know the work they put into it and 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 those uh you know for the dixie and 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 for mississippi youth expo so yeah, big shout out to those guys, uh, the the guys behind the scenes and gals, of course. Yes, yeah. Um, there's actually a a friend of ours, um, Kaylee Stone, is the social media manager for uh, for Mississippi Youth Expo, and and she's done a great job of uh, getting stuff out to everyone and 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 getting information and and all that. So it, it's a it's a good deal. Beautiful. Well, that's awesome. I don't think I've ever been. Um, 
I don't even know if I've been to Mississippi, man, to be honest with you. And then, like, now that I'm thinking about it, I was going to say I've never been to the Dixie National or the Youth Expo, but I don't even think I've stepped foot in Mississippi. It's a, uh, you know, it's, we've been coming down here for, God, I think 10 years off and on. Um, I think this will may probably be our 10th year to go to, to Dixie. Um, we uh we just enjoy it so much it's it's just it's so laid back and 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 i guess part of it is because it's just a stock show so like you don't have the what i say the attendees like you do say at fort worth or or denver or you know so it's a it's a little bit more laid back um it's strictly just kind of a stock show so you're not you know having to chase people out of the bed because they're wanting to pet the furry animal and um you know uh having to answer the questions and and all that so but uh but we we really enjoy the the atmosphere and and all the people that help put these shows on down here you know the the ag commissioner down here has done a great job of of kind of helping build this facility and and build it up and and want more people to come so we've we we really really love coming down here hmm. I will have to take a trip. I think. I mean, it's it seems like they're they're doing a great job, and I, I mean, numbers are growing most likely, right? I don't know. Yeah. If you oh, that yeah. Information. Um, I know the the semi show. They the semi show here is now a point show, and uh, I forgot how many head they had down here last year, even in the middle of a snowpocalypse. Um, and uh, I mean, it, it was still a huge turnout. So. Um, but yeah, it's a it's it's a show. You know, I know everyone always uses the phrase "it's a show," unlike any other. But you know, it, it's it's so laid back. It's it's you know, to me, it's all the things of what encompasses you know the South. It's you know, there's really good restaurants all around it. You know, and like good soul food, and and you know the just the people here, just you know, good folks that help put it on, and and uh, the the uh you know a lot of guys that come to it it's you know we almost treat it like a vacation more than we do a, a stock show kind of like going to phoenix you know we always said going to phoenix was more of a, a vacation than than actual going to a stock show mm -hmm. that's a good point you know it, there's a lot more that goes into like picking your favorite show than just like what the facilities are like what what judges are going to have blah 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 who's running it but there's a lot to like what's around that facility what what is the food like what are what are the what's the town like around it is there anything to do that's a that's that's a big part of what people like kind of miss i think right yeah I mean, uh, and, you're talking and, about it yeah and 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 i uh you know it's funny because uh you know me and and a lot of those guys that run around with you know every every town that we go to or every place that we go show, you know, it's like, there's a list of restaurants, you know, we got to go here, here and here before we get out. Or, you know, you've, mm -hmm. you've got to have a, you know, it's kind of like going to Denver and not having a, a, a ribeye sandwich in the yards. You know, you just, there's some things you have to do. So, uh, um, we, uh, you know, we, we've kind of got a, a mental list that, that we all go down and, and check and, and, uh, we for sure, uh, for sure enjoy it. Hmm. Yeah, I've, uh, I mean, I'm from Phoenix, and I always thought that Phoenix 
that Arizona national, it felt like a vacation to me. I mean, that's, yeah. I, but even before that, it got so big. I mean, it's been pretty big, um, but it, it's gotten really large in the past eight years, whatever it's been. But even but before that, it was the most laid back show you could ever walk into. And I don't. How long have you been? How long were you going to Phoenix? Oh God, I think we've been out there four times. Okay. Um, and it's kind of funny. We've been out there four times, and uh, we've uh, been able to bring a uh, grander. No, I've been reserved and breed every time we go out there. So uh, Phoenix is my uh, bridesmaid show. Never got to be a bride, but but I, I always got to be a bridesmaid every time I went to Phoenix. But we we love it out there. Yeah, it it is a beautiful show. They've done a they've done a good job in the past couple of years accommodating with the size. And I don't. They might be moving facilities here. That's the big rumor. It's always been a big rumor down here. Is they'll they might move facilities to a larger facility here coming up if it keeps growing. So we're excited to see how that moves too. That's always a good problem, though. You know, people want to get mad about that, but you know, I would rather, I would rather have people, you know, arguing about, you know, trying to figure out how to build more space than no one showing up and they just shut it down. So, um, definitely, definitely good problems. Well, and the, it's a good problem too because I mean, you, you've been you've been there. It, our state fairgrounds in Arizona are not the it's not around the highest quality housing or city um, that you can ask for. But if they move facilities, it would be in Scottsdale, where Scottsdale is very nice. And there's a lot of stuff to do. And you don't have to worry about maybe locking your doors as much. You don't have to worry about locking your trailer. I mean, you see people still, of course, do. But it's not as much of a necessity up northern. And, uh, okay. And, yeah, so... But we'll see. We'll definitely see. Only time will tell. I think they just signed a contract for that Arizona State uh, Fairgrounds for a couple more years. So we'll see how it goes. Okay. But that's a good show. No. Well, okay. So you're in. uh, What's your What's your circuit look like? I mean, how far How far into your show season are you right now? So the the cool thing about us is that. uh, we don't really take a break. Um, you know, we shut down our state fairs in October and then, uh, there's some of these Southern jackpots that they have, like, you know, youth expo and, and, uh, you know, we're, uh, we're looking at maybe going to Tennessee some this year for some winter shows. And then, you know, Arkansas is a real heavy jackpot, um, state. So, you know, we that kind of keeps a guy busy in the spring. Um, we don't jackpot as hard as we used to, but, you know, it seems like you've always got a, a customer or someone wanting to go to one. So whether you take capital or not, you know, you've kind of got to go take care of them. And um, and then summer, you know, summers this year, I think we're looking at four junior nationals with uh, with customer cattle. And and my sons and craze, and uh, that's right now. That's if we don't pick up anyone else, and um, and then in the fall, um, we we've been to the Kansas State Fair. We really enjoy it. Everything kind of kicks off for us at Ozark Empire. 
in Missouri. Um, mm. It's uh, it's pretty laid back. It's it's a good time up there too. Um, so you know we'll go to Ozark Empire, um, Kansas State Fair, or Tulsa. Um, you know uh, we hadn't been to Sedalia yet, but that's kind of always been on our list. And and uh, and then we have you know uh, the new Arkansas Youth Expo that that the Walker family started last year. That is. Um, quite possibly one of the most amazing experiences for a youth exhibitor in our state to, uh, to get to be a part of, mm. um, you know, it, it, Cray was champion Lemmy this year. So he got to go out and enjoy the, you know, the, the rock show, the, the smoke and the lights and the, the flames and, you know, the strobes and, and all that. And I mean, when, you know, when he hit the stage, I was just taken back because I mean, it's it's just a, a moment for all them kids, and you know it, it's it's something that guys like me just you know only dreamed of growing up. You know we yeah. and uh, you know Eric and and Whitney and and uh, Lindsay and and Mason and all of them have have just worked so hard and and timeless, you know timeless hours and and effort and you know we uh, we appreciate those guys so much. Um, I, uh, I, you know, I, I, I think Eric might get sick and tired of me and Whitney every time I see him, I, you know, I figure out a way to just say thanks, but, uh, but we've really, really enjoyed, um, Arkansas Youth Expo. Um, this year we had, so Cray had champion Lemmy, we had champion American influence heifer that we sold and raised, um. We had champion Brangus Gold, which is a percentage uh, deal that the Brangus Association has just started. Um, we had third overall Charlet Composite, and uh, I think that was it. Hmm. Then we then we rolled in the state fair, and uh, you know we had a state fair that that I say that. You know, a guy always kind of rolls the dice for, you know, a state fair like what we had. And, and it was just, you know, so uh, just to sit back and, and, you know, realize everything we had done. Um, Champion Lemmy, um, Reserve Semi in the open show with a calf that we had sold a family. Um, Reserve Charlotte Composite champion um percentage red um champion american influence heifer with uh on the commercial deal and we were third overall commercial um reserve they've uh, our state fair started a jackpot for uh these these springborn calves that you know can't hit validation so we had uh reserve heifer in that with a charlay then we had champion um, American influence with the jackpot deal. We won the steer show. Um, and then we were third overall American heifer. So that, you're that really, was our, you're really flexing on me right now. You realize you understand you're, you're <laughs> flexing on me right now. I, uh, man, <laughs> I, I tell you, it was, uh, 
it was just one of those things that, you know, the, the last, I, I say the last year was, uh, was definitely one that, that, you know, a guy can only dream of, um, you know, our, uh, our bull great divide that we bought from Lawrence's in Texas was reserve show bull of the year, um, in the Lemmy deal. And, uh, it just, it, it was just one of those deals. You know, I told, I tell people time and time again, you know, we, we may never have another year as, as good as this one. And, and the chips actually fell on this weekend a year ago at Mississippi Youth Expo because we had reserve steer, um, and reserve English influence steer down here. So, I mean, that was, that was like when the ball really started rolling for us. And, uh, you know, this year we had, cattle win in louisiana arkansas texas and mississippi so i mean it, it was a you know I, I i almost call it a a cinderella story you know um the uh but i'm flat-footed so the uh the glass slippers probably hurt me but but uh but anyways no it, it was uh it was one of those times that you know we may I may never have another year like that again. And, you know, it, it's, we have a deal with all the kids that we sell cattle to is that, you know, I, I tell them that, you know, we, all the winners, you know, we, we want backdrop pictures of, of our kids in our office. And, uh, you know, I got to put those up. I uh, got everything printed and, and got them all put up this year, the other day. And, and it, when I sat down in, in my office chair and I look, you know, they're all just sitting right there from the last, you know, 60 days. And, uh, it, it's just, it, it's so amazing, uh, to see that and, and the success and, and, uh, you know, the, the flip side of that coin is, you know, to get to work with the guys that, that we do, that we broker cattle for. And, um, you know, our, I think our business model is a lot different than what most people, than what most people quote unquote traders do. Um, and I've, I've never really shared this, but what we do Canon is that people come to us with a budget. Um, and like most people, and we take that budget and we've got guys that we work with, you know, um, I'm not, we don't seclude ourselves to certain breeds. You know, I mean, like I said, we've got everything from, a Angus to a, you know, we've got Angus, Charlay, Semis, um, American influence cattle, steers. I mean, we, you know, I always say our string could have its own jackpot show because of, of everything we've got going on. So, <laughs> um, but what we do is that we go broker cattle through a, a certain group of people that we have done business with for years that either I bought cattle from or worked for or consult sales for. And, uh, and then what we do is that we, uh, we charge commission. So instead of like what I call like a quote unquote trader heifer, where I go out and pick up a group and then bring those things home and, and, and trade on them, we just go straight to a source or an operation and we pull those cattle out of there for those people. Mm. So, uh, that our, our, like I said, our model is kind of different than what most people think um or or have had got to experience 
but um it's uh it, it's worked really well for us i, I like it you know i, I think um it, it's allowed us for people to get more value maybe maybe their dollar goes farther i don't know um i but i think that you know it it dang sure uh, um I, I think it's helped us doing it this way yeah so yeah, I mean anything to get them out there, right? Right, and you know, the the guys I work with are, you know, it's what I always tell people. You know, there's uh, I had a guy one time tell me he was like, you know, you only share certain sales and and stuff on Facebook and, or you know social media, and, and I said, man, I'm not going to share every uh, you know every sale and and this and that. I said, you know, there's a core group of guys that I respect that that I enjoy working with, you know, that they can call and harass me the last four years about the Arkansas Razorbacks and how horrible we were in college football. And now, you know, I, I get to shove that back in everyone's face, but, uh, um, you know, it's, it's one of those things that, you know, when, when they text or they call, it's, you know, first off it's, Hey, how's the family? You know, it's not, Hey, I need this calf and I need to get it moved. So, and, and to me, that means a whole lot more than, than, uh, maybe just the business side of it. Um, I, I, you know, it's, it's guys that, you know, like I said, I say it a hundred times, it's guys that we know, we respect, we, you know, we just want to see those guys succeed as much as us. And we're just kind of the middleman to make sure that, that those kids get procured those cattle, you know, to make them succeed or, you know, what, what their definition of success is, you know, that, that's the other thing that we've sat down with people is, is before we go get one, you know, what's your goal? What do you mean? What my goal is? I want to win. Well, that's kind of an open term. (laughs) You know, I I can make you go win a, a 30 head jackpot and never win again. And I succeeded in what you said. Yeah. You know, you, you won. So, you know, I, I want those, I, we want our families to be very much specific in, uh, in what we want out of them because, you know, you, you get these families like, Oh, we want to win. We want this. We want that. And then it's like, well, you know, we were thinking like when the County fair, well, to hear you talk, you know, you wanted to go win the world. Oh no, we, we want to go win the County fair, which the County fair is winning the world. So, <laughs> uh, most of the time huh yeah don't you'll have to edit if if i get started on a county fair you'll have to edit that whole no, uh, we need to get started on a county fair then yeah you know you want to edit six hours of me preaching then yeah we'll get started on a county <laughs> fair no i i think uh i think you're on to something i mean first there's you talk about some guy telling you you're not sharing a bunch of sales and you're working with those you're working with the guys that you like. And I think that's kind of everybody's case too. And I, I don't think that's a bad thing. Like everybody has their certain groups and they're kind of forever changing too. I mean, everybody's mingling in and out of different groups in the industry. Everybody's helping each other out in certain different ways. And uh, I mean, everything good raises to the top. And sometimes traders, people that trade livestock, sometimes they get a bad rap, but I think that at, a good majority of the time they're necessary to get cattle out that wouldn't have been seen by that person that's going to get it because of that trader. 
you know i mean i did, probably didn't put that as eloquent as i should have but but i know i i hell i get it i don't know if anybody man you're getting it so <laughs> but uh um you know it, it's it's just funny to me because i mean there are i mean and, and and i think anyone who follows me on social media knows that there is a group of guys that you know i will go knock on satan's you know door for you know and 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 i know they will for me too so it's a uh it's just one of those things i uh you know i appreciate everything they've done for me over the years and and uh and and what we've done for them so um i I don't know i I, me and me and a friend of mine had a a talk the other day that you know uh, uh the phrase loyalty you know it's it's tossed around a lot anymore, but I don't think it's uh, maybe used as much as what a lot of people think it, it should be. So I'm uh, I'm pretty loyal to the you know to the brand of of the guys I work for. That's for that's for sure. Yeah, it's it's becoming harder and harder to find. I mean this this industry is becoming pretty cutthroat. Uh, it it is. I'm talking to everybody, but there's there's a group, and uh, it's also getting harder and harder to find guys that are willing to go work and 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 do things other than stand around with a set of five speeds or a set of cordless and, and clip all day too. <laughs> um, but that's a you mean that's a whole. You mean they don't just clip? They don't <laughs> have to set stuff up? So I'm going to say this. I'm not going to say any names because, quite frankly, I don't remember the kid's name. Um, and and I'm sure if he's listening, he'll know exactly who, who this is. Uh, I, I really don't remember his name. But I was so irate at, at this deal. Um, I was actually getting ready to come to Jackson um, three, four years ago. We had 10 or 12 head coming, and uh, – I can't remember who I called and I'm like, Hey, you know, do you know any kids looking for work? Blah, 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 blah. And he goes, yeah, let me send you a list names and numbers and you start with them. So a few of them couldn't get out of class and, and I get that. And, and there was this one kid, he goes, Oh, I can, I can go. And he goes, well, what do you pay? And I told him and, and I said, you know, we cover your fuel both ways, you know, your hotel eats, you know, the, the whole nine yards and, and uh, he goes, well, okay. And um, he goes, well, how many are we taking? I said, well, there's, I said, I think there's 10. And he goes, well, how many guys? I said, well, you'll be the last one. I said, be a crew of five. I said, on top of, you know, basically all the families helping out, I said, there'll be five, you know, you'll be the, the fifth guy on payroll. He goes, okay, cool. Um, and he stopped me. And, and he goes, well, now, before we go any further, we need to talk. I'm like, okay what's what's up little buddy and uh he goes um i'm just kind of show day help i said do what he goes yeah man i'm I'm just kind of show day help i said i'm not i guess i'm not understanding what you're saying and uh he said well like i don't wash or blow or do tie outs or anything like that like i just you know we uh I just want to clip and fit. I said, well, this conversation's over, so don't worry about coming. <laughs> and he goes, well, what do you mean? I'm like, 
dude, I am not asking you to do anything that I have not ever done. I said, I will, you know, stand on a wash rack. I will go do tie-outs. I said, I am not going to stand around and, and, you know, because it's our name hanging off that sign, think that, you know, I'm not going to chip in and work. And I said, I kind of expect all the guys I'm paying to do the same. And he said, well, I'm just show day help. I said, then don't ever, you know, ditch my number. Don't ever call me again, blah, 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 blah. And I just hung the phone up. It wasn't like, you know, take it easy or nothing. And I'm like, these freaking kids, you know, entitled, spoiled ass. And about two days later, he calls. And he's like, hey, man, uh, I've, you know, I really need the money and, I think I can make it work and all that. And I said, okay. I said, you know, are you kind of willing to do what I ask out of you? What me? He goes, no, I told you all I'm going to do is show day stuff. I said, then man, you can sit there and be broke. I said, cause I am not going to pay someone that won't get up and run a fork or, you know, go to tie outs or turn on a blower. I'm like, I absolutely refuse to. And, and just hung the phone up. And I'm like, you know, the, and I don't know why I have hung on to this story for so long. You know, most people would have just got it out of their head and, and went on. But I, I he got to you know, it did because I mean, this industry you pay dues. Um, you know, we uh, we put on a. I had an ag teacher one time ask us about putting on a, a fitting camp. And I was like, well, what if we did like a, a day-to-day camp? And he goes, well, what do you mean? I said, you know, like making sure they're clean and, you know, bedding and, you know, feed management, you know, stuff like that. He goes, well, don't you think fitting and clipping is more important? I said, look, dude, most of these kids don't know how to wash and blow one. I said, so if they can't do that, I don't think they're ready to be turned loose with a set of clippers. So, um, that's so rough. That's so, that's that's so true though i mean like that needs to be the first thing that especially like 4-h ffa kids i mean they need to learn how to wash correctly make and make sure that the water is clean that they're getting enough food i mean there's there's many many steps that need to go into it before how can i get one to look pretty yeah in terms of hair (laughs) yeah you know i mean I and and the ag teacher's like I've never thought of it like that before. He goes, yeah, that makes way more sense, doesn't it? I'm like, yeah, <laughs> you're starting to get it, little buddy. So, but uh, it's just it's funny to me because I think that people just I think they always just think of that aspect. You know, they don't ever think of the you know going out to the barn and turning on your favorite playlist and you know getting lost in a you know, rinsing and, and working hair. And, and to be honest, I am 37 years old and I would rather wash and blow and work hair and do stuff like that than I would turn on a set of clippers any day of the week. So I, I would, I would rather be, you know, drowned on a wash rack than stand in a clipping room all day. And, but I mean, that's just me. I know other guys that love doing that side and that's just, I like, you know, that's, that's where I find the the most enjoyment. So, yeah, that's a that's a tough one. You know, I mean, not tough. I mean, you made the right call. That that's ridiculous. I mean, for a guy to be like, hey, and I hope 
I mean, shout out to that guy right now. I hope he somebody finds out who this is and he listens to this. That's hilarious. Uh, and the fact that he wouldn't just get up earlier in the morning and help out a little bit. You're on a five-guy crew. Like, it's not going to be a whole bunch of work. No. And the whole, no. And all the families, I mean, yeah, that's interesting. That's that's one thing that, um, I mean, you cattle guys, you've got to really, you got to get a crew put together. If, if I mean, especially taking 10 head, you can't just rely on, like, a like a show team, kind of like a show family. Right. You got to, like, you got to kind of bring guys in and. Work a shovel, work a rake, clean the bedding, do all that jazz. And there's a lot of downtime, don't get me wrong, but I just, I don't know why. And I think that whenever I'm 88 years old and sitting in my rocking chair and, you know, telling everyone else what they need to be doing and, and all that and, you know, tell them how hard it used to be, that that will always be in, like, every time we ever go do a clinic, or um, hey, just anything like that. I always try to tell that story because I, I I think that people, not kids, people need to hear that. You know, I, I it's not you know all these kids are lazy these days. I mean, it's not just kids; it's adults too. So um, I I think that 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 story has will always kind of be around for me. And I don't know why, but it, it, I make it a point to tell that story to, to, you know, almost anyone I come in contact with, like, can you believe it? So, but especially especially the fact that he called back, like the the fact that he doubled back and was like, Hey man, I'd love the cash, blah, blah, blah. I, I've been there. I can understand that. And then he still told you, nah, man, I'm just going to clip. Yeah. Ugh. I'm like, starve. You think I care? <laughs> you know, I mean, college kids. So I'm like, look, you can either drink PBR or you can have, you know, course Light. I don't care. But I mean, you're I, I, I just... I don't know. I think that if someone watched me, like my eyes probably would have went crossed and my blood pressure probably would have shot up to, you know, 4,000 over 600. And, you know, I just, I don't know. That was one of those moments in my life. I I was like, I'm really having this conversation with a guy and he's being serious about this. So, but, Mm. you know, I, uh, we all have a we all have a laugh about it and and all that, but yeah, I mean, or uh, there's there's never lack for uh, for stories in in our operation for sure. So yeah, well, you're about to go on a rant about county fairs. Should we should we let you do that or no? I mean, if you're probably going to end up editing it, but yeah, I mean, I can <laughs> I can go off on. I mean, I this is the this is that. the great. This, this I, is the great thing about anything. me. I, I mean, I can go off on anything. I am like Red Foreman from that '70s show. So, um, I uh, <laughs> I got cracked up. You know, we uh, and and I I say this, and it was you know I 
I think the our fair board kind of didn't know how to take it, which it's our fair board is one of those like, you know, it's in the will that when, you know, mom dies that the kid, you know, gets her spot on the fair board and, and so on and so forth. And it's kind of generational and no one really leaves town and, you know, goes to another fair because our fair is perfect and we don't need Wait, any help. Real? Yeah, yeah. Believe it or not, there's other county fairs oh other gosh. than yours. So um, we'll I, we'll go I ahead. I had no idea. Well, we'll get that out for the viewing public to know. Um, <laughs> so so we'll go there, and uh, you know, my son is old enough to go now. And uh, one day, me and him went because he wanted to go ride rides, and you know, I uh, want to throw my arm out trying to you know prove that dad can still kill a pie plate with a baseball so you know yeah um so we're walking through the barns and and uh you know this guy just kept hounding me and how you know why aren't you here this is ridiculous you know you're only four miles from these fairgrounds and and you know you should be here and i turned around and i'm like guys my family doesn't have to have this place to fulfill our life i'm like obviously y'all need it y'all want it I don't. And, and you know, it, it's not in the bylaws of showing livestock that you have to attend the county fair. Um, so but me, uh, it's an American tradition. It's a tradition. Would, no, it's not. It's been around since it's the indoctrination. Beginning. There's a big difference. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's one of those deals. It's like I want to enjoy it, and I want my kid to enjoy it, but it's not. It's not worth it. Um. So we. Uh, well, what's your? Can you tell me what's your biggest gripe? Oh, finish your story. I'm sorry. You 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 took no, him but to county fair. the the woman was like, you know, it's just you know you come over here for so many years, and I'm like, yeah, but my dad was always kind of pissed that we were here, and now I'm a father, and. I'm grown, and I understand why he was pissed, because he didn't want to be here either, but somehow I weaseled him into going. So, um, you know, I, I mean, and, and I know not every family can say this, but, you know, the first time Cray ever showed a heifer, it was at Dixie National, and he was reserved Lemmy, you know, when he was when he was five. Yeah. And I know not every family gets that opportunity. And I know there are families who absolutely love going to the county fair and and eat up and, and relish every moment of it. But that's not for every family. And I, I don't think people understand that. And I'm just one of those guys. It's like, look, I can either be over here and be miserable and take it out on all of you guys, or I can stay at home and everyone gets to be happy. So, you know, you it, it's a real really, grievance with the county fair. I didn't realize that you hated county fairs as much, actually. You follow me on Facebook. <laughs> you, know, you know how bad I hate county fairs. So, um, but, but, you know, it goes back to, again, we've got, we've got customers that we sell to. That's all they want to win. They don't care. You know, I'm like, you know, so you guys win Kansas City, it's no big deal. But if you win the county fair, we've made it, right? Yep. Okay. Fine. I get it. That's your goal. That's what you want to do. That's what we'll make. You know, that's 
that's what we're going to try to work towards. And, uh, you know, that, that's the one thing I never want to push. I never want to change a kid's goal. You know, and when they're like, yeah, we want to try to win county fair. It's like, really? You want to, you know, let's do this, this, or this. And I'm like, no, because you've got to reel yourself in because you've, you've got to put yourself back in, in, in that position. And, uh, you know, and, and some of those kids, I mean, they, they enjoy it. And I'm not saying every county fair is horrible. Um, you know, I know that there's a lot of people that work hard to put those things on and, and go above and beyond and all that. But, you know, for my sanity, it's just best that I don't go. So, and, um, so yeah, that, and, and I get that. I know that there's families that want to win the county fair and I think it's cool. You know, um, there's county fairs that pay a lot of money. There's county fairs that it's prestigious you know, there's, it's more prestigious than others. And so, and I think that that's where maybe some of it comes into play too. But, um, but we, uh, you know, like I said, we, we try to tailor, you know, what we need to do to, to each kid and, and, you know, where we want to go. And, and, but, uh, right now, um, Creighton Cummings is, is not a, a, a county fair destination. Hmm. kind of guy so i mean we're gonna go we're gonna go ride rides we're gonna go eat funnel cake we're gonna go have lemonade we're just not gonna go show we go hang out with our friends we go support them when they go show that night make sure that you know we can help them any way possible but it's just not it's just not in the cards for us to go so you know it's i mean you're the steak has definitely been had before i mean it's not unfamiliar to people to not like their county fair because maybe they're a little bit more they're they're more competitive than their county fair i think that's the percentage of people that you're in is the people that are a little bit more competitive than their county fair maybe can win some other bigger shows haven't had a good experience at their county fair due to judges or boards or something like that i mean you're i think you're there's a group of people that are with you on this but I think 98%, 98% of the other people that are showing livestock love their county fair. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. and you know, if, if my fair board listens to this, my house is probably going to be torched by the time I get home from Mississippi. So, But, uh, I mean, it's insured, so I'm fine. So, <laughs> But, uh, but uh but no, I mean, you know, and I'm not saying, oh, we're too good to go to the county fair. You know, I'm, I'm not saying that. No, no, I, would never, I, 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 didn't, I, didn't I don't want that. anyone to ever have that mentality. You know, I don't want anyone to ever think that, you know, I'm sitting there looking down my nose. is like, I'm not going to go deal with this for a week. No, it's just, it's, it's one of those things. It's just not, it's, it's just, again. What's the grievance? Let's just lay it out. What is it? Let's. You're holding back on me. What's what's the grievance that you I, have? Let's just call them out. Oh well, you asked. I I think it's people who never want to try to get better, and and I mean this from a management standpoint. I'm not saying this from the people that go from the exhibitors, but I think you've got a group of people, that, and it's so stereotypical across the board that you have so many of these people who want to live in that moment forever you know they're 
their entire life has circled around the county fair um and 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 what it means to them and that's great i'm not saying that it's not but you know when when you deal with people who go all over the country you know and and their opinion is not even considered or acknowledged on trying to help them make their life easier or better or whatever else that's where the friction and the frustration comes from so you know again it's it's the it's the stereotype coming true that that i think is 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 what is to me is is what's killing us well that's a that's that's something that i think a lot of the listeners can uh kind of relate to is maybe their county fair board is has been set in their ways for a little while and they're happy with the way things are going but maybe with a couple of rule changes or something rules that are outdated or or just things in the facilities that need to be changed and are outdated they might be a little slow to to act on those things i think i think i mean i can even relate to that with county fairs that i've been at or worked with or even the ones that the one that i showed at every year you know i mean that happens i think that happens uh, a lot of places too well and and so i don't know if you know this about me or not but i uh i took a actual sabbatical what i call it from uh from the whole stock show uh industry for about three years um i was 22 i was burnt out you know it's one of those deals it was like people owed me money you know i was like robbing peter to pay paul like there's got to be a better way and uh there was a music venue in fayetteville um at george's majestic lounge and i went there all the time because i'm huge live music fan um still am um i i absolutely love finding new bands and, and listening to all sorts of, you know, across the table. I think if someone ever looked at my Spotify, they would, you know, it would make them question everything. But, um, so I actually went to work down there as a production manager and actually turned into a, uh, lighting engineer. And, uh, I spent three years working for a lot of different bands coming through touring and that was like the greatest refresher um break from from it all because you know showing a cow has nothing to do with putting on a rock show so um i uh you know it was like a breath of fresh air and you know it was like all the stress just kind of went away and and all that so uh you know that that was one of those opportunities like i'll never forget it you know i i got to meet you know the the, my first weekend at work quote i called it work i don't know why i called it work but um it was ragweed jason boland no justice and roger klein and the peacemakers that was the first that was the first weekend i ever worked that's a good first weekend to work that that's that's not a bad way to start you know um, I'll give you a good insight on what's to come. Yeah. Um, and, you know, from there, I, I started booking bands for fraternities and, and sorority functions and and, uh, and all that. And it was just such a great 
relief. You know, we uh, I had some guys that I booked uh, security stuff through when they, you know, when people had house parties and mm-hmm. and all that. So, you know, the the whole uh, idea of hustling was still there. It was just in a different form. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I got to work with uh, oh crap, Randy Rogers. Um, I actually went on tour with those guys for a week and uh, mm-hmm. shot the video shot the video interstate with them um uh, pretty much any texas artist that you can think of in that time period you know casey yeah. donahue stoney um the toadies um blackstone cherry gary allen eli young um you know wade bowen uh the list goes on and on and on across all across so many different genres and and it opened my eyes up to to some bands that i never would have listened to that you know um and and it's just it's really neat you know uh, ryan bingham i got to work for him before he was way before he was walker um on uh on yellowstone Yellowstone. so so uh and um josh abbott you know we were one of the first places that josh abbott ever played outside of of texas and uh you know it was just it was so neat and and it's a three years of my life that you know i it it was weird i mean i was i would go in and get paid and and i'm like you know you guys are actually paying me to do this this is amazing so (laughs) um you know it's like i should be paying you you know you guys but um i i had an absolute blast um doing that and uh i i wouldn't trade it for the world i I wouldn't um you know it sucked that i was kind of forced into it because i was so burnt out and and just tired and and uh just needed a break but you know at the same time it, it was such a neat experience and i uh i will i won't ever forget it as long as i live yeah. Sometimes you need a little something like that, a little sabbatical, a little refresher um, to get you back on track. Show you show you what it meant to you before you left. You know, and it was funny because I sold a bunch of stuff of my stuff, but I always kept my clipper box. Never would sell my clipper box and, and, and all my shears and stuff. But, you know, I always kept that. You know, I, I actually took it to my, my mom and dad's and and put it up and and all of that and then when when i decided to start doing it again because you know i felt like i was ready and and wanted to and and all of that that's when we uh you know that that was when when i refocused and and started over and here we are today but you know for that for that time period i mean like i said it was it was amazing because, you know, you'll call home to your mom and dad and it's like, oh, I'm headed to work. And they're like, oh, really? Work? I'm like, well, I mean, I get paid to do it and it's pretty badass. So, yes, I am, <laughs> I am getting paid. So, yeah, it's work. It's work. Well, um, Cole, we should probably wrap this up here pretty quick. Going on about an hour. Let's, um, is your, uh, is your son with you? No, Cray is, uh, he went to dinner with some friends of his tonight. So I'm, uh, actually while they're, uh, they're inside eating, I, uh, 
I uh, decided to do this now because if I was going to be in the hotel room and do this phone call with you, it would have sounded like World War Three. So, uh, <laughs> for for anyone who knows Cray Man, he is quite the uh, the animated character. Yeah. So uh, I uh, I decided to uh, I'm like, hey, can uh, fix the call? So if you guys don't care, I'm going to step out and do this. That way, you know, it's not like every three minutes he's going to have to call back and what was that explosion so um <laughs> I, I just decided it, it was the best way to do that but uh you know i get I, cracked up go ahead i get cracked up at everyone because you know it, it's like uh you know for anyone who knows that kid is the uh the center of my world and uh of of me and janae's world and and he's just you know, his personality and, you know, and I get cracked up with who he's being raised around and because I, uh, I dropped him off at kindergarten one day and me and him was walking through the hall and he said, I forgot what he said. And one of the other teachers, like her eyes got big. It wasn't like, you know, nothing mean or derogatory or, you know, wasn't like he was, you know, cussing like I would be if, you know, one missed a shoot or whatever. So, but, uh, uh, he, uh, I, got, I just got cracked up at him because it, it's almost like you're dealing with a little old man, you know, and, <laughs> and, and his kindergarten teacher knows our family and, and all that. And, and, uh, that, that other teacher said something to her and she's like, you don't understand. She goes, he has been raised way different than what you can ever imagine. I'm like, well, I, I guess that's true. So, you know, we, we try to have a normal, normal life, but I always laugh because, you know, we, uh, we have to go to school functions and on the way there, I'm being reminded that, you know, not everyone's worried about how donors are flushing or, you know, what beans are doing right now or, or, or anything like that. So I, I, I get, I have to be put in check a lot. So <laughs> keep your conversations to the point, right? Yeah, yeah, you know, um, like he went to a private preschool and uh, they had a fundraiser. It was actually this time of year. They did breakfast with Santa and we did pancakes and had a big time. They did this big silent auction and one of those parents is around there. And I mean, you got to understand, here's me and, you know, it's accountants and doctors and lawyers and, you know, all those type, nothing against those type, but I'm not that type. And, um, they're all kind of standing around and, and this one was like, Oh, little, you know, little Susie can get, you know, a ride in the back of a cop car one day and it's only $25. And I'm so, you know, my mouth overrides what I'm thinking so much that it just comes out and I'm like, 25 bucks that's it she goes yes well that will be the cheapest cop car ride that that kid would ever have in their life and <laughs> you know everyone started laughing and then there my wife is glared at me across the room like i can't believe you said that and i'm like well it's true so uh so anyways it's a it's it's never for a, a lack of words around here but uh yeah. But yeah, he is. He is definitely the the center of the world as far as we're concerned. So well, that's good, and I I hope he does well this weekend. Um, hope hope you guys, your whole team, the whole crew does well. 
And we, uh, this is a, what's that? Oh, uh, we, we've got a really nice set. Um, you know, and I, uh, I don't brag on on our kids enough for just how good of a job they do and and how dedicated they are and and you know it's it cracks me up that you know they're constantly you know checking in with us and you know how's our heifer look or you know how's our steer doing and you know it just it it that's the part to me that makes this whole deal worthwhile because it feels like you're genuinely doing you know something that you you need to so or that that what you're supposed to do you know it's it's like your un you know underlying calling in life so yeah you um, need some drive yeah and you know it's i uh you know those those kids to me i mean it's i'll always be their biggest cheerleader so uh that's uh that's always kind of a an added bonus, um, just to see, you know, us succeed, you know, and then when I say us, you know, it, it's, I think a lot of people that have kids that sell show cattle or broker cattle, you know, a lot of people want to do the whole, well, you know, they're always going to hold the best back for their kids or whatever else. And I mean, I, I think that's a stigma that a lot of people need to move past and, uh, I just get cracked up at them and, and, you know, because the way we do it, we allow you, we give you guys options to go find what you're looking for. It's not like, you know, here's the pen, this is where they're priced. Let's roll on with life. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, uh, and like I said, you know, those, those kids, we, we love them. You know, it's, it's a good group of kids. Um, they, uh, they're all on the same page, you know, they all work hard. They're, you know, you never have to ask them to do anything. It's like they're all kind of in sync in time. And, you know, if one stands up needs to be blowed out, it doesn't matter, you know, if it's theirs or whoever's, you know, if they're standing by the blower, they grab it. And so it's, uh, I've, I've truly been uh, appreciative of, of the group of clients, customers that families, whatever you want to call it, that we've got. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to them. Big Very much. Out very much and yeah. i would list all of them but i would be scared to death that i would miss one and i would yeah don't do that that's a problem I, right there i i yeah. would probably tell you to uh, delete every bit of this and and all that so you know i've actually um, that's funny that you bring that up i've actually had guests that do that and they like they're listing people off to thank and then they'll text me back after and they're like or they'll text me after the interview and like hey i forgot this person can you just delete it all i'm like yeah, I guess that's. Yeah. I guess that's fine. So, so that's funny that you bring that up. That's actually happened. But um, well, good. I'm, I'm glad I'm not the only one. So no, not the only one. Colby, we'll. Uh, this isn't the last time you'll be on. We'll get you on again because we didn't even talk about what you do or what's coming up or. You know, I mean, we can talk about a lot more stuff. You know. Oh yeah. Um, basically, if you ever need uh, dead air, just call me. So we. Uh, <laughs> I spent a lot of time on the road. Um, I'm so thankful for uh, the girls at the keeper pen to keep me entertained and uh, you and, and uh, Jake with, with cattle pros and, and all that, because uh, it, it dang sure makes the time go by uh, a lot more. So uh, trust me, if, 
you've ever got a dead air that needs to be uh, covered up, just just call. So I it, might have uh, to. It's uh, I can either I can even give you just stories of what's going on in the work world for the week. So don't uh, well, don't that's hesitate. One thing, that's one thing that I want to I want to have you back on, and we need to talk about your job and the influences that happens. I mean, we didn't even get into that, but we'll we'll get you on and we'll figure out how to talk about some international trade here once in a while. I, uh, you might already watch the day. I'll, uh, I'll let you know what days are good days to ask about that. And one days that aren't, <laughs> um, the last three months have not real been good days to ask about it. Yeah. I, I, that's why I didn't even reach out. I, I, I remember I reached out about the Suez canal. Uh, yes, I that's right. I, 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 I was like, I was like, this has got to be affecting Colby somehow. But I, when I heard about all the uh, Pacific Coast and all those ships being delayed, I was like, yeah, I better not even text him this time. I, 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 this might not even be funny to see what his response is. Well, and 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 in my humor, um, we unloaded a boat two weeks ago. No, ten days ago. Um, so that would be what Thanksgiving would that be around thing? Yeah. So the the week of Thanksgiving, we unloaded a boat. Its projected unload date was the first of October. So if anyone wants to put that in perspective of supply chain issues, there's a good one. So if anyone wants to have like full blown, you know, another round of Christmas in March, April. All that stuff that they're saying is here, but not, you'll be able to go get it then because that's when it's going to be here. So, uh, you know, just, uh, you know, if, if anyone, anyone wants to have an ugly sweater party, you know, it's spring break. That'll probably be when it happens. That's a good time to have the ugly sweater party, I think. I think it would be. I, I think it's a new uh, new level of commitment for the spring break action. So I, uh, I, I support it 100%. Yeah, I'm going down to South Beach with an ugly sweater on this this year. I expect pictures. <laughs> All right, Colby. Well, thanks again, man, for taking time, missing dinner for a little while. You'll get in there, but uh, I appreciate you taking your time out of your night coming on the podcast. No problem, man. And if there's anything you guys ever need, do not hesitate to let us know. And, and we appreciate it so much for uh, for you guys reaching out. All right, dude. Well, I'll talk to you later. Have a good weekend. All right, you too, bud. All right, bye. Bye. Time's limited, so you must listen carefully. What a guy, you know. There, there's not too many guys like that in the industry, and and they're few and far between. I might say, guys that'll speak their mind about anything and everything. They don't care uh, whether it gets them in trouble or usually it doesn't. Uh, but they've got a free mind. Free to think, free to free to express their thoughts in uh, alternative ways, and I think that's what Colby's trying to do, he, especially about the county fair deal. Let's let's just bring that up as an example. I, Colby doesn't think too highly of the county fairs. Now, in my opinion, I think county fairs are essential to this industry. They are they're the breeding ground uh, of kids that want to be passionate of families that are going to be more involved in this industry in the future. Those, those are the true breeding grounds of the county fairs uh, for new uh, life in this industry. But I do understand what he's saying. I mean, it, it, it can get pretty um, 
hierarchical, hierarchical. There can be a hierarchy. I, I don't know if I even tried to say a real word in the in the beginning, but I'm not going to edit it out because uh, I'm real. Okay, I'm real. There's there can be a little bit of a hierarchy that comes uh, in with the county fair, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it, but in some cases people might try to brush it off their shoulder and try to try to get away from it. Maybe they maybe they don't need it in their life anymore. That's what Colby's saying, and he's not afraid to say it. And I don't think you should be afraid to say it. And that's why I put it in the cold open. If you guys didn't hear. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. Hopefully you guys enjoyed the podcast. I'm, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to do more. I'm still working on these videos. That's what's taken a, a majority of my time. Um, those videos are going to be sweet, guys. Those, those videos with me, Jake Richardson, Sam Burmeister, and, and Joseph Fickett. Uh, when we did that 14-day road trip, those videos are going to be sweet. We're going to be highlighting eight families from Iowa down to Texas, uh, and I'm just so excited to release those on YouTube for everybody to see, and that'll be soon. Don't pressure me, okay? I get, I get enough pressure from my friends, from the people that have my phone number. I get enough pressure, okay? I don't need you guys sending me pressure through your thoughts, all right? In any case... I hope you guys have a good week. I'll, I'll talk to you next week. I already recorded the episode for next week, so uh, hopefully uh, I get on my stuff and get it out because you guys need it. You guys deserve it, all right? Enjoy your uh, life. Enjoy your week. Enjoy your month. I love you guys. Bye.